I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. John, literally, I'm just in the door. I know already I can see you're a busy group in here. <laughs> You've just told me that that's Jack over there. That, what he's doing at the moment actually is training in some temps that are starting today for the seasonal okay. period. Yeah. Ah. But he's doing a lot of what we do, which is, you know, explaining to people what the offers are, what the books are, yeah. what the books are about. But yeah, it's all go at the moment. <laughs> so if you want to work here, you'd want to be into books a big time, wouldn't you? It does help, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a prerequisite, you know. Anyone who's curious Books about the, the printed issue, word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it has to be. Listen, I'm curious now because you were just mentioning that ye feature Books of the Year, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, first of all, we should say the, the Irish Book Awards, which came out last week, there's a vote for the Irish Book of the Year, but Waterstones as a company has its own Books of the Year also. Yeah. Yeah. Our Book of the Year this year, last year I think it was Paul McCartney, we had Hamnet another year. This year it's The Story of Art Without Men by Katie Kessel. Which basically... I love the title, yes. Yeah, well, that's what it is, because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember when I was in school doing art, and even, you know, reading about it afterwards, up until the 20th century, women were rarely, if ever, mentioned. That's true. You know, you look at the 19th century, back to the Renaissance, there were very, very good female artists, but they never got a mention. So Katie Kessel... Well, I I agree with you, because, I mean, I've, I've effectively done an arts course... Um, unwittingly in the last two years talking to Michael Waldron in the Crawford Art Gallery where we look at a work of art every week and the farther back we went we, f- we saw fewer and fewer females yep. yeah. well this book by Katie Kessel is you know it says how many women artists do you know who makes art history did women ever work of artists before the 20th century and Katie Kessel is an art historian and the founder of the Great Women Artists blog if you like and she goes right back and she shows us what art would have been like if it was all women, no men. It's a fascinating book. Michelle Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> and beautifully put together. Yes. You know, there is some amazing oh. work in here. But personally, if you'd asked me to mention women artists, I could have spoken about people like George O'Keefe, maybe Barbara Hepburn and whatever, but that's all 20th century. I would have known nothing before the 20th century. Okay. And I'd say a lot of people are in the same boat. So that's the book of the year. I'm only two minutes in and I'm learning something. <laughs> <laughs> we walk this way for a second. Yeah, yeah. The, the author of the year, if you like, is this lady here. Uh-huh. Bonnie Garmus, who wrote one of the biggest selling novels of the year, which is called Lessons in Chemistry. This is a book that will appeal to people maybe who like Eleanor Oliphant, Elizabeth Strouch, people like that. It's the story of a character, Elizabeth Zott, <laughs> back in the 1960s, who is a chemist, not a pharmacist, a chemist, 
trying to break through in an all-male world, finding it very difficult, but who then, some years later, becomes a cookery presenter on TV and then starts to teach the nation about science and chemistry using cooking. A lot of humour in there, very well written and a hugely popular book. So that is Lessons in Chemistry from Bonnie Garmas, who's the Waterstones author of the year this year. So the kids' book of the year is one by A.F. Steadman. It's a new series called Skandar. This will appeal to those who like Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, all these. Skandar is about Skandar Smith, who wants to be a unicorn rider. First finds a unicorn. Well, this is the thing, you know, when the lucky few selected to hatch a unicorn, bond with it, train together and race for glory. It's got rave reviews when it came out this year. It's her first book. It is the Waterstones Children's Book of the Year. And it looks like the beginning of a sequence. It's going to be the beginning of a very, very good series, I think. You know, the 9 to 12-year-olds... But, you know, a good reader of seven or eight would probably read it. It's I'd already ne- been great. I'd nearly read it myself. I can remember many years ago Tom Mullins in UCC on the course in children's literature telling us kids' books are no good unless adults can enjoy them as well. Let's see what else this pair of children can find in the shop. <laughs> OK, so the Irish Book of the Year, then, is a name that will be familiar to most people, I think. Moncon McGann. Yes. Right. Now, Moncon's last book was 32 Words for Field. This one is Listen to the Land Speak, A Journey into the Wisdom of What Lies Beneath Us. So basically, he's looking at the complex society that our ancestors lived in, which was inspired by nature and centred upon poets, seers, monks, healers, and the relationship to the cycles of the natural world. Mm. Anyone who has met Moncon or watched his programmes will know what an interesting and engaging writer he is and presenter well, I've, met, I've met a few of his fans already and some of them are writers and some of them are poets yeah. yep. yeah. and he's, uh, you know, even listening to the man talk he's fantastic yeah. Yeah. so that's our Irish book of the year and then other than those there are lots of new books that are going to appeal to people at Christmas let's have a look down at, at the new fiction and the new non-fiction okay. so. Great. if we look at fiction you will see some very very familiar faces here the sing- McCarthy. I was going to say the new Cormac McCarthy yeah. you know the man who wrote The Road, The Border Trilogy, fantastic yeah. writer. Donal Ryan, a temporary man living in Limerick who did a reading for us before Christmas, a phenomenal writer and reader. We have Gronya Murphy. In some cases, the name alone is going to sell the story. It is, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you look across here, you've got Elizabeth Stroud, Ian McEwan Lessons, John yeah. Banville. Yeah. You know, yeah. these are all huge. And Maggie O'Farrell, who wrote Hamlet, Kate Atkinson, the Booker Prize winner by Karuna Talaka. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, a new John Irving, a new Frederick Bachman, a new John Boyne. There is lots there for people. Personal choices for me, you know, would be Donald Ryan, Cormac McCarthy, most likely. Gronya Murphy's one I have, but I haven't read yet. Throwing you aside here now. What are you reading at the moment? What am I reading at the moment? I'm just finishing the new Michael Connolly, funnily enough. Ah, I am. There you are. I am. I'm also reading Conal Creedon's new book at the moment. I have the new Bob Dylan, which I'm going to mention in a second, which <laughs> okay. I'm going to read. Okay. You know, okay. But I'm just finishing the new Michael Connolly. Yeah. And if we look at this table here, which has more of the kind of crime, yeah. Yeah. we have the new Michael Connolly, which is a Bosch and Ballard book, Desert Star. Yeah. I'm loving it. A new Robert Harris, always good. This one is Act of Oblivion, set in Cromwell's England. You'll know Robert Harris from Fatherland, yes. Ghost, all those. Yes. There's a new Ian Rankin, and it is John Rebus, so that's always, for the crime fans, always excellent. Richard Osman is in their new crime book. 
Catherine Ryan Howard's runtime. Brilliant, brilliant. One of my favourites, of course, to come out this year again was John Conley. I love John's writing. This one came out back in September. Yeah. The Furies, it is another Charlie Parker novel. And it's signed by the author. Excellent. Yeah, John dropped in the other day. Yeah. He's a, it he's wasn't a done by interest. a robot. Yeah. No, no, it was done by Don. <laughs> well, speaking of your robots, yeah. if we look at non-fiction, there's been a bit of hassle recently. Poor old Bob Dylan has arthritis and problems or whatever, so whether he signed them or not, we don't have any signed copies, but we do have his philosophy of mother and son. Yes. Dylan's writing history in the past has been up and down. Personally, I think Chronicles was a masterpiece. There you go. I've got this. This is Bob's take on modern songwriting. Going through some songs and artists that a lot of people won't have heard. Everybody is going to know about Bono's Surrender. I've had a look in it, and even though I'm not the biggest U2 fan in the world, I am impressed by this. Looking at it, reading bits of it, I have it, and it's quite unusual in the way it's written, but I really like it. Okay. From earlier in the year, we had the Paul Brady, which is an excellent autobiography. The Quentin Tarantino, his book on cinema, Cinema Speculation, I'm told is fantastic. That's intriguing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then on the other side, an illustrated edition of The Body by Bill Bryson, the new Gabor Mate. Uh, those who know Gabor Mate will know exactly who he is. He deals with... He's um, a psychotherapist, I think, is the best way to call him, but he deals with problems like addiction and whatever, but he's, um, he's fantastically normal. popular. Yeah. Fantastically popular man. Yeah. Trauma, illness, and healing in a toxic culture. I yeah. agree. There, the culture has got a little bit too extreme. Mm. Somebody has to reset the balance a little bit. The trials of life as well. Attenborough. Attenborough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Colm O'Regan, our local Cork comedian, has done a hypocrite's guide to saving the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so now, you've done an enormous roll call here. I suppose the simplest way of putting that is so those much. two tables you were just pointing yeah. out to me. Those names you were just. Were, are on two book tables yeah. as you come in the door. Exactly. They will greet you and, as you arrive. And if you look down here, there's a bit more of also the local area. This, on the sports side here, Kelly Harrington um, won Irish Sports Book of the Year. We have Tide Coakley's The Game, which for me is one of my books of the year. Mm. My two favourite books of the year so far have been Tyg's book, The Game, and his brother-in-law, Tom McCarthy's book, Poetry, Memory and the Party. We yeah. spoke both of those before. You know, from a local point of view, there is a new Cork University Press book on the writings of Terence McSweeney, which is a hefty tome, but anyone interested in local history will be interested in it, as they also will uh, with Pat Poland's Cork City Firefighter as a proud record, the third book by Pat on the history of Cork Fire Brigade, this one going from 1950 on. What I see Tommy O'Gorman's in good company. Tommy's there, there and yeah. Tommy's selling very well also. Yeah. You know? And a man that I've bumped into, Fergal Keane, I admire. Amazing. Yeah, it was great, great to see that. Yeah, that's on uh, one of his few visits over to Ireland before he gets a chance to go home. Met we him, had him in um, here a very few years impressed. ago yeah. for his book Wounds and the place was jointed with about yeah. 100 people. This is his new one, A Memory of War, Fear and PTSD, yeah. which I haven't read yet, but it strikes me as an exceptionally courageous book to write. Yeah, through the mill. Yeah. Exactly. If we look... Here now, there's a, there's a couple of real beauties here actually. So this is once again in the non-fiction area. I see Alice Taylor's there. Well, Alice oh. Taylor is there. Alice is still going strong. A woman yeah. who did her first ever public reading here back in 1988. This is the Nana, obviously about being a grandmother. She the, is a tome of wisdom herself. She is. She's yeah. a wonderful woman. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Beside her, then we have this book, which is doing really well by Chris Larkin, History of the Worst Cork Railways. Kind of came out of. Left field for us, but it's a beautiful book. In front of this is another one of my favourites now for this year. This is part of the Atlas series from UCC, the book of the Skelligs. Yeah, yeah. Edited by John Crowley, who has done all 
the Atlas series, but also by John Sheehan from the archaeology department. We better let the amb- <laughs> let the ambulance go by. It's a beautiful book that deals with history, archaeology, flora, fauna, literature, beautifully illustrated and designed. Just really one for anyone who has an interest in history. It's it's a must. I've bought a few copies as presents already. You'd need a rather large stocking to fill it in, but you would. It is, you would. I mean, my size is twelve. impressive. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Going with the visually impressive. There are two books out at the moment about Irish lighthouses. Yeah. We have The Great Lighthouses of Ireland by David Hare. It's the TV series. It yeah. is, based on the TV series. Another fantastic book, lots of text in it with history. Yeah. And then but, also... But a lot of images there that need yes. to be documented and captured, and so you can actually keep them rather than just yeah. try to remember them from the series. And then we have this one, Ireland's Guiding Lights, Celebrating Our Lighthouses which is a book of aerial photography by our local aerial photographer, Dennis, Dennis Horgan. Horgan yeah. right, with text by Gerald Butler and introduction by Tim McCarthy, chairman of Irish Lights. But anyone who has seen Dennis's books will know how good he is. Yeah. And this is, this is not drone photography. This is go up in a light aircraft yeah. with a seriously good camera. Yeah. And it goes right around the country. Yeah. It's an absolutely beautiful book. We still have some signed copies of that, actually, because Dennis and Gerald were in last week. John, you haven't even scratched the surface of what's on the shelves No, here. we haven't. Oh. There's, there's an awful lot more. If you want to come up to the shop, I'll show you okay. a couple <laughs> more. That's another one mentioned, New Stinging Fly and New Winter Pages, anthologies of new Irish writing. This Super. all new writers' issues, yeah. just out now as well. You could tell we were by the front door because the doors are always open here as the yeah. emergency services flew by. I'm now going to the back of the shop as John walks ahead of me. We've got a table of sport and biography. Gemma O'Connor, a giant of the camogie field. By the time this goes out, she'll have been here. uh, Book signing this week, yeah. Martin O'Neill is going to be of interest to everybody, you know, who is interested in soccer, because he's an interesting man. He's not everyone's favourite. He looks like an intelligent man. Well, he he was doing law in Queens, I think, before he became a professional footballer. Yeah, yeah. There's a Peter Crouch. There is a new book by Jordan Henderson, the Liverpool captain. This one will interest the Man United fans. Manchester United, the treble and all that. It's called 1999, obviously by Matt Dickinson. Another book that was up for every sports book of the year, A History of the GAA and 100 Objects. <laughs> Gorgeous book. Combines sport and history. For the locals here then, of course, we have one we mentioned previously, Cork City, the game okay. of my life. Remember that. 30 of Cork City's yeah. players talking about the best game they ever played. Yeah, the signing there only a couple of months ago. We had some in as part of Irish Book Week. It was a, a great night. I went off fanboy even though I'm a Waterford man and got my picture taken with Dave Barry. <laughs> You're forgiven. And then we look over here. This is kind of music and biography. So you can see Bob Dylan is here again. But we also have, beside that, two books about Bob by two great music writers, Grill Marcus and Clinton Heelan. This one, The Grill Marcus, is basically a biography in seven songs. And The Clinton Heelan is the double life of Bob Dylan, which covers 1941 to 66. Fairly detailed and impressive tome. Mm-hmm. But the one that caught my eye today when I came in, Paddy Smith fans will love this. Paddy Smith fans will remember that she did Just Kids. But ever since 1996, she has carried a Polaroid camera. Oh. and documented her life and this is the photographs it's a beautiful small book it's gorgeously small with yeah. dated yeah. and the years in and and it's, it's, it's like an album it yeah. is like a photograph album yeah, yeah. and it's just 
wonderful. Oh, you could yeah. dip into that yeah. all year long. Absolutely. Yeah. Carry it around with you quite and easily. Let show you okay, one more one thing. Final Little Christmas. gift is Christmas. The kids books. We're in the kids section. <laughs> of course, the real reason we're here. There's a new David Williams. Yes. There's a new Tom Gates. There is a new kids book by Lenny Henry. <laughs> a new Cressida Cole who did How to Train Your Dragon. That's Which Way to Anywhere. Yeah. And Robin Stevens, for those who like the murder most unladylike, yes. has a new book out. This is a new series. The Ministry of Unladylike Activity set in World War Two. That's right. You spoke to me about that the last I time I was here. And there's a new wimpy kid. Yeah. So there's a big selection. You know, there's a lot of stuff to, to pick from. And some beautiful, beautiful picture books. An illustrated edition of The Amber Spyglass by Pullman. And one that caught my eye, particularly a hardback illustrated edition of The Robert Frost Walking by the Woods. Yes. Illustrated by PJ Lynch. You know, and PJ Lynch is a fantastic illustrator. Okay. There's a huge amount out there, Connor. <laughs> there I really is. I can't believe you've spoken non-stop since yeah, you walked in the door. we could walk the length of the shop and yes. see an awful lot yeah. more. There's, there's just such a fantastic yeah. selection of books coming out at the moment. John, yeah. you must actually like working here because you're surrounded by such... Yeah, I do, I do. ...worthy tomes. Exactly, <laughs> and great customers, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's what makes it. I mean, I'll be at this 30 years next year and wow. this is my 20th Christmas in this shop. <laughs> And you're all the younger for it, yeah. If only, Connor. if yes. only. <laughs> <laughs> May the curiosity continue. Uh, absolutely. This yeah. has been some trip. All I can yeah. say, John, John Breen from Waterstones, if they can't find you, everything is on the shelf or on the table. And That's it. Make it your own way. Thanks a lot, John. Thank you. Thank you, Connor.